Epsor. If you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you recognize them sweet sounds of L.A.? I'm back, Shemaniacs, back at Reeks. Oh my God, it's so good to be home. I'm sitting by the pool. I just shoot away a bunch of kids that were squealing before. Oh my God, didn't want it to affect my audio. There's still a couple over there, but yeah, I just stare at them until they leave. Yeah, I'm just looking at a couple now. Oh my God, they think I'm crazy. So I'm just in my cabana um, and I'm waiting for Rose and Prisha to show up. Um, okay, so um, we're setting up something incredible. You're going to find out later. Um, so the New York trip, oh my God, epic. My queen of fashion content, you guys saw, went off. Um, yeah, so many likes and follows. I'm really kind of nailing my whole new like rebrand. Yeah, you guys seem to be really enjoying my sophisticated content. Um, even Olivia liked my... Um, my Central Park loop photo um, where I jumped off the rock with my tongue out and did devil fingers. And, yeah. I thought she, like, blacklisted me, but she's obs into me still. But, yeah, New York was the trip of a lifetime, Germaniacs. I managed to convince Elkie Gelkison that I'm actually a good designer, which is kind of like, um, fuck, because I'm not one. Um, and ended up getting a boyfriend. Um... Uh, anyway, so I recorded this morning, so I'm going to go back in time to this morning when I woke up with my new boyfriend, Hugo, in my condo. Buckle up, sluts. This week on Chamazing, Hugo's tight ball sack, getting side-eye from a squirrel, vomiting on my friend's foot, clutching onto Rosé's hairy back, and what part of my body looks like cat food? Your weekly dose of fashion student life and green card desperation from the turtle high-fiver, the skid row slazer. Don't call her big lips. I'm Jamee, J-A apostrophe M-I-E. I'm Heesh, I'm Rich, I'm a bitch, and I'm Jamazing. Hi, Jamaniacs. Um, I'm just being randomly quiet because Hugo is still asleep. Um, he's been staying over for like the last three nights. I know, right? It's all on. Um, yeah, I just got up to brush my teeth and put my makeup on before he sees me and goes off me. Um, yeah, I've just been practicing my couch pose that I'm going to do like when he walks out so I look hot. Um, I've just moved the couch so I'm kind of like backlit um, with like the morning light from outside and I've slid the door open a little so um, it kind of like wafts like the sheer curtains around and kind of looks sexy so that's like the first thing you'll see and and I'm in my silk nighty and I'm actually freezing my tits off but 
yeah, it's okay. She's so worth it. Um, normally I'm in like tracksuit pants with my gut hanging out like over the edge of like some dirty crop top that I haven't washed in months. Um, but I'm being a lady for now. Um, I have to say, Germaniacs, it's kind of weird dealing with the D again after all this time. I keep looking at it going like, what? is that thing. Oh my God. Like I mostly just lie back and like let him go to town, but I kind of get bored when he's like jackhammering me and I just scroll through Instagram behind his back. He can't see. And, um, yeah, I just let out a little moan every now and then. And I'm not really feeling it TBH. I'm kind of more aroused in like the pursuing part. Um, but yeah, once I've caught them, I kind of go off it, but no, he's cute. And yeah, my little American barista slash future hubby. Um, oh my God, speaking of that, he gave me this lame Starbucks mug with a heart on it as a present. Like seriously, dude. Like he probably got a staff discount on it too and it was like, it was, would have been like $3 max. I'm like, if it ain't 24 carat, it ain't a present. It's always been my policy. Buy a bitch jewelry or fuck off. Actually, don't fuck off because I need you for your green card. But um, yeah, yeah, he's got some super annoying habits too. Like, like he says breakfast of champions. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And yesterday he said, that's not a knife in like a dumb Australian accent. You know, like that. Oh, my God. I was like, never do that again. And he said, hits me right in the feels the other day too. And I was like, I almost spewed. I hate men with emotions. It's like gross. And he said, my heart is full too the other day when we hung out. My God, vom. He kind of has this annoying like lisp as well. And I hate like, I just hate overly confident people with a lisp, basically. It's like, I don't know. But you know, he's really cute otherwise. Prisha was saying, like, aren't you worried about marrying someone that's, like, never going to be rich? Um, and, like, he was homeless for so long, like, so maybe he's a bit of a psycho. And I'm like, look, I'm a psycho too, let's face it. And I know he's not going to be rich, but I'll divorce him once I make my first meal anyway. So it kind of, like, works out. I don't know how soon I should propose, though. It's, like, it's only been a few days since we've, like being insta a fish, so I don't know. But I kind of want to do it soon and get this, like, whole green card show on the road. Um, oh, my God. So Elkie Galkison sent me an email. I know, right? We're full, like, email buddies now. Um, who would have thought? Anyway, she said, if I can get a green card, and only if, she can probably line me up with a junior design job in New York. Like, can you fucking believe that? Oh my God. So she thinks I'm a legit designer. So I would be leaving Fitum early, obs. And Elkie said it's like, it'll be really hard work, but like, she thinks I can handle it. Like, does she know I'm not even good? And like, Prisha's been carrying my weight the whole time. Um, no, but I'll just wing it, I reckon. Or I was thinking actually I could like kind of outsource my design work to Prisha. Um, like if I get the job, I could like pay her like 10 bucks an hour and she could like, you know, do it in the evenings or after fashion school. And yeah, anyway, I'll work it out. I was saying to Prish actually how like I'm kind of more interested in like seeming like a fashion designer than actually doing it. Like it kind of 
actually seems like pretty hard work to actually do it. So I kind of like dabbling in it, like, you know, and using it as like TikTok content rather than like doing it. Um, you know what I mean? Like the show we did was like kind of pretty basic. I don't, I don't know. But I guess I got to grow up sometime and work's work, as they say. I tell Prisha um, the plan of how Elkie's like obsessio with me and she blabbed to Mr. Hornery about me potentially leaving Fidum. Fucking bitch. Um, and he saw me on campus and he's like, you have to finish your studies and Elkie is going to be there when I graduate. And I reckon he's got a crush on me because it's like... I don't know. I think he just doesn't want to lose his hottest student. I don't blame him. I'm pretty good eye candy if you're a horny lecturer. But yeah, it's weird being sort of like pulled by, you know, lots of different people in different directions. Oh, um, also I sent an audio message to Gampy and he hasn't replied, which was so annoying. But like I wanted to start like laying the foundations um, for him maybe coughing up for me and Hugo's wedding. I know I'm a bitch, but like, it'll be cheap. Like, um, I'll do it poolside at Reeks. So that's like pretty much free. And like, we'll get the guest numbers down to like 200 or something. And, but I'll need at least 50 grand. I was thinking, um, and that's with Rose catering too. So I just like, there's a lot to think about dress mostly and flowers and, you know, I'm not going to do the wedding like in some sort of trashy way. I just want to know that Gampy's going to cough up before like I pop the question to Hugo. Um, also, I was sucking up to Gampy and telling him how well New York went and how I might be getting a real job in fashion soon and eventually opening up my own label. <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed. But I told him all about meeting the love of my life, Hugo, and and how hot he is. And I described his dick a little bit and... Like just the main stats, six inch cut, tight ball sack. But yeah, I didn't tell Gampy about him working at Starbucks. Like I don't want to worry the guy. But yeah, I hope he replies soon. I need to get all my ducks in a row before this big proposal slash a wedding. Um, anyways, maniacs, I can hear Hugo rustling around. So I better go get into like hot wife mode and um, boil him an egg or something. Anyway, fuck my life. Um, it'll be worth it for green card. More later, guys. Bye. Um, it's my bestie's birthday today and we just wanted to come to the Queen of Quiche to ask about what we should do for the day, you know, like, what, what would you do on a day to make it as quiche as possible and make it a really fun, super day? Love you so fucking much. Love you so fucking much, Adam. Um, what a great friend you are, wanting your friend to have, like, a, an amazing day for the big birthday. Happy birthday, friend. Um... Yeah, look, I'm huge on birthdays, so you've come to the right place. Um, all my friends know that I, like, go the extra mile to make sure they have, like, the best of days. So I can suggest um, doing what I do for my friends' birthdays, um, and I've never had any complaints. So, um, uh, yeah, so this should hopefully help you out and maybe... Yeah, just take on some of my ideas for your friend. Um, so usually, Adam, I will start off with like a dawn wake up, um, like a 5 a.m., um, sometimes a 4 a.m. if it's summer. You just want to be there for that. You know, it's always dark when I, I first get there um, 
to my friend's house. I usually throw some rocks up at the window if they're at the family home, just like, you know, on that sort of top level room, um, up to my friend's bedroom window to wake them up um, nice and early. Then I'll usually like climb up a lattice kind of thing or like a drain pipe um, or whatever just to get to the window. Um, I usually do some kind of a scary mask or something just to freak them out um, as kind of like a birthday morning prank. Um, When they sort of open the curtains, they usually see something pretty terrifying. Sometimes I'll do like a blood-covered knife or I don't know. I mix it up. Um... Yeah, so that's why I like to arrive for the kind of dawn, dark moment with the sort of moonlighting um, coming from behind to sort of, yeah, add to that um, terror. And then I'll remove the mask and just reveal myself and do like a big happy birthday and I sing it. Um, to the, I do the Stevie Wonder version usually, FYI. Um, then they let me through the window usually and we just laugh about what happened and hug and stuff. So that's kind of good way to start the day. Um, sometimes I even like I'll like hide in the wardrobe um, during the night, like the night before I'll get in the wardrobe, spend a whole night um, in there. Just So I'm kind of on the target like for the morning birthday greeting and then I emerge from the wardrobe at dawn. Um, I usually keep an eye on them during the night, just, you know, peering through the slats and taking some pics and doing some groaning sounds to creep them out. And yeah, it's fun later when you like recap and they're like, you know, remembering the night of terror. Um, But yeah, so I do um, like a pre-planned photo post um, for socials. So you might want to, you know, dedicate something to your friend. I'll always do like a shot where I kind of look really quiche and um, they're sort of taking one for the team um, and looking fugly. But, yeah, it's a chance to really shine um, for myself and um, show that you're caring and a good friend at the same time as, like, um, showing off. So, yeah, sometimes I'll combine it with, like, a paid post too, like do a sort of, you know, like where I'll Photoshop, like, a product that I might have, like, a brand deal with onto my friend. So they're kind of holding the product So they're helping me out as well as I'm helping them out on the birthday. So it's kind of like a two-way street thing. Um, Then, yeah, I don't usually allow breakfast um, on the birthday because I like to encourage intermittent fasting, um, even on birthdays for my friends. It's one of my rules. Um, So, yeah, um, even if the birthday girl's kind of stomach's grumbling by 11, you've got to really push through to that 12 mark, I find, at least, um, to make it even if she's like clutching her guts and stuff and in hunger pains, um, she'll thank you later when she's uh, looking slim for the B-Day pics. But, um, yeah, so usually I'll spend the morning in that kind of starvation period just doing like a makeover on them, um, giving them some tips on how to like improve their appearance, um, advising them how to get my look. Um, everyone wants to know, so it's my little birthday gift for them. Um, I usually decide what they're going to wear. Um, I'll put something together from their wardrobe or if their clothes are shit, I usually bring something over in advance if I know, um, it's a bit of a disaster. So yeah, I pop them in something that I've chosen from my wardrobe. Um, then yeah, it's the birthday lunch, um, big birthday lunch. We usually go somewhere, um, where you can get like a bottomless spicy mug offer or something. I don't do like expensive places um, for other people's birthdays. For mine, I will, but 
it's kind of a waste for them. But yeah. So yeah, I usually tip off the waiters as well that, um, you know, so they can come out singing happy birthday. Even if my friends are like, please don't tell anyone because they're like shy. And I usually give them like a birthday girl sash. Um, so it's like really obvious anyway, even if I don't, um, talk to the waiters prior. Um, yeah. So what else? Um, oh, I usually hand over a present at lunch. So I'll spend kind of like two to 300 on a present, usually jewelry, clothes or something kind of semi-decent. The caveat being, um, that they have to like spend at least that on me, um, for my birthday. So you kind of get it back in a way. And I usually sell, um, everything I get for my birthday cause it's usually shit. So I kind of end up making a profit. So yeah, the more you spend, the better. Um, so yeah, usually we're kind of like wasted at about 3 um, p.m. after the muggy jogs, get a few of those. Um, it's bottomless. So um, I usually vomit on the birthday girl's foot or something like on the way home. Like I'm just saying that because that did happen once. Um, I vomited on the foot um, and she got home and found a piece of corn um, from my vomit stuck between her toes. But um yeah, she was in an open toe shoe, sadly, so she really kind of wore the brunt. So, yeah, um, then you get home to your friends, um, start prep um, for going out that night. Um, you've only got about four or five hours, so you really want to, like, get that prep going. Change of outfits, um, next round of intermittent fasting starts then, so there's no dinner, um, so you don't have to worry about that. Plus, we usually spew the lunch up so um, because we're so drunk, so that we're kind of back to square one, which is really good. Um, I find you get enough nutrition um, to get you through the day from the limes in the vodka, like vodka lime sodas. So, um, yeah, so that's plenty to keep you going. Plus the bags kick in later, so that gives you plenty of nutrition in those, I think, um, too. Um, Yeah, so then we go out clubbing. Um, Yeah, get a section get one of those giant like light up bottles of vodka, like a Belvedere or, you know, um, I usually do like a lap dance, um, in the section on my friend's lap for the birthday girl. Um, that's kind of my other present that everyone expects and I'm happy to deliver. Um, which brings the value, um, of my gift to them up to 500 bucks. So, cause you know, there's a value in that lap dance. So that's also what I expect in return for my birthday. Um, I accept cash too if I so don't have to return the presents. But yeah, I usually wear like a micro mini or something so I can kind of like straddle the birthday girl and do some like slut drops without too much like impairment. Um, they love it. It's um yeah. Except one time I had my periods, so I had to be careful. But um yeah, I get someone to film it. It's really great content, seeing you do a lap dance. Um yeah, if you scroll back through my gram, you'll see quite a lot of birthday lap dances. Um yeah, what else happens? I usually have like a big emotional DNM with the birthday girl at that stage during the night once we're really kind of wasted, telling her how much I genuinely love her. And and then I try and go in for a pash, like a birthday pash. Um, usually get someone to film that too. So little birthday tongue sesh um, from Auntie Jemay, as I like to call myself on birthdays. Um yeah, they love it. Haven't had any complaints, girls. Um, but yeah, so usually I'll get her to tell me um, how much she loves the present that I got her. Like, I get, I ask heaps about if she liked it or not. And yeah, they always do. 
Um, then, yes, just try and get on the D floor. You want to have a bit of a boogie um, once the bags kick in. So, yeah, I just scream out, it's her birthday, like really loud. So um, you can push through to find a good spot and do some like hardcore dancing. I usually do some crumping and heavy slut drops on the D floor. But, yeah, again, get your friend to, um, you know, film it. Even on their own phone, just get them to airdrop some videos to you and gram them immediately. Um, yeah, we usually slam down some espresso martinis for the birthday at that stage. And while we're on the D floor, try and get, um, a drunk guy to pay for them too. Um, at that point, that'll be pretty easy. I'm, I'm pretty good at getting free drinks off really fugly drunk guys, but yeah. So, um, at that stage, usually some bitch like in the group has some drama and leaves, which kind of kills the vibe, but, um. So you want to make a move then, get out of the venue. You're probably going to vomit again down some sort of laneway. Um, So then you just grab a kebab um, from the nearest kebab place. Make the birthday girl pay for the kebab because technically it's like past midnight at that stage, so it's not her birthday anymore. Um, So, yeah, also the Uber, make her pay for that. Um, I usually go home and I'll sleep in her bed that night to – and steal the doona, um, classic Jamae. Um, yeah, they always wake up freezing and punch me and <laughs> like that. But, you know, it's not their birthday anymore, so no special treatment. Um, yeah, all my friends rely on me for these, like, birthday bonanzas. I'm really good at it. Um, I mean, back when I had friends. <laughs> kind of don't have any friends now, um, except Prisha, but. I'm a Nigel, no friends, but YOLO. Um, I hope that helps, Adam. I hope your friend has a really great birthday. Tell her not to wear the open toes shoes in case you spew. All right, Illy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The worst things happen. <laughs> Just wanted to jump on and record and tell you guys seriously. Um, fuck my actual life. I'm so traumatized right now. Um, so I decided to like take the bull by the horns and propose to Hugo today. I know. I just wanted to like get the show on the road. I know it's like we've only been dating for a few days, but like when I want something, I just go for it. So basically, um, Elgie Galkison actually called me um, and she's made me like a little project and she's like trying to like help me out, which is like, oh my God. Um, And she goes, there's a junior design position at fucking Gucci in New York. And she said she's going to like force them to hire me. Um, 
And she fully talked me up to them and she made out I was like the next big thing in fashion. The starting salary is 200 grand. Oh my God. So um, if I did it, I'd have a million dollars in like five years. So I could start my own label with Elkie's help. Um, So it's like fully all my dreams coming true. And imagine the influencer content I would get, like living in New York and like, working for fucking Gucci. Oh my God. So, um, she said, I have to guarantee that I've definitely got a green card so she can like sort out the employment thing. Um, and she wanted me to send her team, um, like documents and stuff. Cause I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm onto it. Alki. I'm like, I'm going to make this happen like ASAP. So then today I called Prisha, um, and I got her to help me set up um, by the pool with Rosé as well. He did like the heavy lifting um, for the proposal. So um, we totally took over the whole of like one of the cabanas. And I did this huge trail of like rose petals from the pool gate um, to the cabana. Like it was full, like a red carpet of rose petals across heaps. Um And then I was waiting inside behind the curtains, like these sheer curtains and I'm lying down and I'm wearing this kind of like hijab thing, like that I sewed myself in like love hut fabric. And then I made this kind of like full sexy kaftan in the love hut fabric, the leftover, like there was heaps left over. And it kind of just like flowed like off the edge of the cabana when I was like lying back. Like I kept it like kind of monotonal, like you know, with everything matching, didn't want it to be too kind of like over the top. Um, And then I was playing on a portable speaker, this kind of like Middle Eastern love song music to just team with the whole like Dubai princess vibes. Um, Then Prisha was like filming in the bushes. I got to like get right back in the bushes and she had the camera poking out because I wanted to be like, you know, a secret. Um, and I had Rosé standing by the pool, like one of my servants with a cushion um, with the ring on it. So like the wedding ring that I bought for Hugo was like sitting on the cushion. It was this like really cute, like gold-plated moissanite, like signet ring. Um, I know, right? It was like 80 bucks well spent. And so, um, yeah, Rosé was like on standby with the ring and there were kids in the pool too. And I was like, get out. Um, and they ran off crying. Um, then, um, so I text Hugo and I'm like, come to the pool. I have a surprise for you. And when he arrived, he thought it was a joke and he couldn't stop laughing. My God, so humiliated Bobby Brown. And I poked one hand out of like, um, from behind the curtains and I did this like big finger gesture to like call him over. Um, so he comes over to the cabana and he's trying not to laugh and, um, I like unhook my hijab and then he pulls um, the mouth part off like that thing like with a press dud and it like flops down um, because I sort of preset it with a press dud and I'm like bawling my eyes out at this stage because it's so like romantic I'm thinking. Um, And then Rosé comes over with a ring on the pillow and then I go, Hugo, I knew the moment I saw you living in that homeless shanty town outside Fidham. As soon as I saw your stunning blue eyes beneath your scruffy beard and knotted, feral, smelly hair, that you were the one for me. From our very first kiss on the runway of my fashion show to your cock and balls flopping out of the pants that I made you, I knew I loved you. And that's why I took you from Skid Row to the Casa de los Ricos. And now I want to take you into my bosom forever. Hugo, will you marry me? And then he stops laughing because he like, he can tell that I'm dead serious. 
and I go to give him the ring and he just walks off to my condo, like shaking his head, just went straight out the gate. And I'm like hysterical and like Prisha's filming the whole thing. And I'm like trying to run after him and crying. And I like tripped over the caftan and then I was like screaming at Prisha to come like help me up. Oh my God. It was a fucking disaster. Anyway, um, so I finally get back to my room um, and he's packing up all his stuff. And he's all, sorry, Jamey, I must have given you the wrong impression. And I'm not looking for anything serious. And I think it's like better that we go our separate ways. And I'm like sobbing and I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, I was so mad. I was like, no one turns down, Jamey. It's like, that's my first ever marriage proposal and I'm not fucking taking no for an answer, dude. And he's like, are you sure you don't just want to marry me for a green card? And I go, how dare you? And then I'm like fully screaming my head off and little Nahugan's like chirping like crazy. And you can see the whites of his eyes because like he knew some shit was about to go down. Um, so I go and I deadlock all the doors like straight away when he's trying to leave. I just like locked everything, grabbed the key. Um, then I grabbed his phone and his shoes and I locked myself in the bathroom so he couldn't go anywhere. Um and I was screaming and said I had a gun and I was about to pull the trigger. It was like pointed at my head. It was like a full siege situation. Um, and then like Rosé shows up in the middle of it and he's got a master key to get into my apartment. Um, and he like bursts through the sliding door and he's like, Senora Jamey and um, put down the gun. I didn't really have a gun, but they thought I did. Um, and I'm like, no. And then Rosé had to like smash the door down. So he kind of like barged into it like with his shoulder and like smashed the whole thing. He's going to have to pay for that, but. It was kind of like hot, weirdly. Um, And anyway, I'm like sobbing on the floor, like on the tiles in the fetal position, just on the shower floor. And I'm like, get out of my life, you bastard, to Hugo. Um, And he's like freaked out. He bolts. So he went through the sliding door and jumped over the balcony. Seriously, guys, men are fucking cowards. Like, I wasn't even that sad. I was just kind of putting it on TBH. But I just wanted him to feel bad. Um, yeah, so as soon as he was gone, I just got up and hung out with Rosé and we tried to fix the door and yeah, it was kind of hanging off the hinges. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty dramatic, Germaniacs. Heaps of the neighbours came out to Sticky Beak and, and the squirrels too, like they're looking at me really weirdly now and giving me kind of side eye. But, yeah, so basically I'm totally fucked now. Um, I can't take Elkie's job offer. So I don't know how else to get a green card at short notice. Oh my God, I need to come up with a plan. I'm going to think about this. I'll talk to you later, Germaniacs. Hopefully I'm less devo in a few days. Wish me luck. Illy. Shush, on the Hogan. Mommy's recording. Stop it. Hi, um, you probably hate me now and think I'm a fucking psycho from the last segment, but, um, it's a few days later, um, and I'm feeling better. You'll be pleased to know, Shemaniacs. I'm just in my hammock on the balcony, um, having a little swing back and forth. Um, that's why fucking little Nahugan's being a little bitch. Um, but I just thought I'd give you an update on, um, what your queen's been up to since I got jilted at the altar. Um, oh my God, go away. I've got like 50 missed calls from Courtney. 
can't deal with that fucking non-binary drama right now anyway. Just having a marital crisis here. I'll call her later. So, um, as you can imagine, I was really pissed off at Hugo for rejecting me. Um, and the marriage proposal thing was so humanly Bobby Brown. So I wanted to get him back, obs, um, and make him gel. That's how I roll. So I rooted Rose. I know, I know, it's fucking embarrassing, but um, and I'm such a slaza for doing it, but it was bound to happen. Like he was comforting me afterwards and I don't know. I wasn't into it, but I just want to get Hugo back and have some ammunition. So yeah, um, rooted rosé. For those um, American people, rooted means penetration. Um, so embarrassing. Um, so yeah, I took heaps of pics of it. Um, it was kind of more of a photo shoot um, that sort of ended in the rooting. The rooting was kind of like my payment to rosé for the photos. Um, so yeah, we just did it on the couch with a drop sheet. Um, I, di- I didn't want him like soiling my sheets in my bed. So yeah. So like when we were actually um, doing it, the reading, I was so bored. I was like yawning and like trying to disguise the yawn. You know, when you do that, it's like, he took ages too. And I was like, just like clutching onto his hairy back and dreaming of Australia. Close your eyes and think of double bay as they say. But um, yeah, we got the job done and I made him carry me to the bathroom afterwards to empty me out. Wasn't exactly romantic, Germaniacs. But yeah, I sent a few pics to Hugo of the routing. Um, but I think he's blocked me or changed his number or something because like they all bounced back. It was kind of weird. So the pics are actually really hot of me. Um, I'm doing heaps of like bottom lip biting and like my eyes closed and like nails digging into Rose's back. Yeah, looks really good. We did some like real close ups as well of the actual routing, like of like the parts, but I can't even tell what I'm looking at when I look at those photos. It's like, it's just kind of meat. It's like, there's one of Rose's ball sack that looks kind of like a beef jerky, kind of like black and dry and hairy and yeah. And there's one that looks like cat food, but I don't even know what part of me that is, but it's my insides, one would assume. Anyway, so I really wanted Hugo um, to see the pics. So, um, me and Prisha went to Silver Lake, um, and I printed out heaps of copies, um, of the pics, of the rooting pics, and I just posted them on telegraph poles, like in the area, like where I know that his sister lives, which I think is probably where he's staying, but, um, yeah, not the hardcore ones, just like, well, some are pretty hardcore, but, um, just like a nice selection of rooting pics of me and Rosé, so yeah, he'll know what happened, um, yeah, and hopefully he gets gel. Uh, I wouldn't take him back now anyway. It's just like a revenge thing. It's like, yeah. We took some to the homeless community tour outside Fitham and just handed them out like little leaflets to the residents. And yeah, because they all know Hugo and yeah, no doubt it'll get back to him. And I run a really good revenge campaign. This ain't my first rodeo, Germaniacs. Um, oh my God, dad, stop fucking calling me. Go to message bank. Having a life crisis right here. I can't deal. So, yeah, that sealed the deal. The Hugo chapter. I've lost another one. Thank you, next, as they say. I was thinking I kind of do need a rich man um, anyway just to get through, like, the wedding slash honeymoon era. Like, that's really going to add up. Um, but the main thing is I need a fucking green card, like, fucking yesterday. 
Elkie's like pressuring me so much, like messaging me every day about the Gucci job and I don't want to let her down and she's really like put her neck out for me and so I just keep promising it's going to happen soon. And I was asking Prisha if we could ask her dad um, if there's any like eligible Indian men that he could like do some sort of arranged marriage thing for me. But Prisha's like, no way. And she won't let me ask him. Um, Rose, Rose. Um, oh my God. As if you can't hear me. Sometimes I swing the hammock back and forth, like really violently. Um, and it kind of catches his eye and he comes over. Rosé, I know you can see me. I'm in the hammock. Come here. Okay, well, after you've done that, can you bring me a spicy mark? Thank you. Please, come on. God. Wait a sec. Who is that? Text from Dad. Ran, I mean, never text me. Just read it one sec. Hello, darling. I can't seem to get through. Very sad to say Gampy has passed. It was very peaceful. I'll send through your flights for the funeral when we know more. Call when you can. Love, Daddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So if you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy!